Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Today's episode features the wonderful Jane Vandermeer, holistic stylist at Finesse Business and Style. Jane helps women find the right clothes to love the size they are right now. Jane is a highly intuitive, gentle and innovative thought leader. She has always had a love for high-end fashion. You could say that it is in her blood. She has the ability to truly listen to her clients from a non-judgmental perspective, gently guiding them to a revised, updated and truly authentic aesthetic. Jane's business finesse shares knowledge to empower women in a holistic way, sprinkling kindness, support, and love. Enjoy listening to our chat with Jane. We know you will love it. Well, hello, listeners. It is another exciting episode of Perry Menopause Power Podcast. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Nat. We're excited because we have Jane Vandermeer here joining us today. Hello, Jane. Hello, girls. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, thank you for accepting and and being part of our podcast episode for today. And we've gotten to know each other over, you know, the last few months and Mm -hmm. had many conversations. Mm -hmm. And we just love your whole energy and aura around supporting women and in particular their styling and, and coming back to themselves as well. So to kick us off, we'd love to know a little bit about yourself and and also just, you know, touch on your perimenopause story and, you know, even do you have a story or, you know, what are you experiencing today? Yeah, yeah, great question. You know, I love working with women around that stage of their life, probably because it is also where I'm at too. Um, it's, it's such a... a I want to say journey. I feel like Oprah saying journey, but it, it's it's so stages, isn't it? I, I find that different things happen at different times. Um, I think I think it's about learning. I think it's about finding yourself and um, a continual evolution within that. Wait of course, changes and where the body fat distributes on your body. I think that changes quite a lot. Uh, With with me, it has, how I I describe it is how I look right now with the tools I've nutted out along the way, I look easily 10 years younger now than I did 10 years ago. Wow. Which is pretty cool, really. Um, and, And I think that's, refining and learning and embracing who I am along the way, not only from the outside, from the aesthetic, but from the inside so that the inside radiates from within. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's beautiful. We love that. Mm. Mm. So, Jane, um, like you do a lot around styling, obviously, and, mm. um, you know, we've seen and heard in the media and even from women yeah. Sometimes it feels as, as if women are being advised to just disappear at menopause. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as someone who's so big on helping women love their body, mm. feel when you mm-hmm. hear things like this? Mm. 
You know, it's so interesting. I was reflecting on that question before jumping on here. When we think back to our, our mothers going through that, that stage and maybe even our grandmothers, they were a lot older looking back then. Women had their hair sort of set and they were they looked a lot like I once read that the Golden Girls, you know, that show, they were in their 50s when they filmed that. Oh. And I always think of them as sort of 70-year-old ladies because, I mean, it was the styling at the time. It was the 80s and the, the big hair and the, the outfits. But when I look at women now in their 40s and 50s, to me it, it you go through that stage of being a bit invisible and being called ma'am at a restaurant or something like that, which is a shock and a horror, um, or madam. And, and, then, and then we find ourselves and then it's extraordinary. Mm. But that's a bit of a process. Yeah. 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 Process to get there. Yeah, and and it's about loving and accepting yourself for all that we are. And and I know with me, you know, when you're younger, when you're in your twenties and maybe even thirties, you you keep keep things in compartments to cope in life, and probably do that less now and and honor honor myself more. Also, it's holistic, isn't it? It's it's understanding food differently. It's understanding mindfulness differently, and putting that into action and exercise and you know all, all aspects. It's holistic. Yeah, we love that holistic word, don't we? Now? Yeah, yeah. And it's so true. And you know, I've I've shared many times that. Um, I'm not in perimenopause. I just turned 40 and, you know, and I tell myself 40 is the new 30 because, you know, it, it, there, there has been an evolution of ages. And it's mm. funny that you say about Golden Girls because yeah. I remember watching that when I was very young. Yeah. And then when Betty White come back too, I used to think, how is she still going? Because I thought she was a lot older in Golden Girls. Yeah, than what she actually was. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, when we think back to that time, we had a visual, you know, like the stereotypes that, and I thought this, when I turned 40, I remember thinking, right, once I'm 40, I better cut my hair because I, you know, 40-year-old ladies don't have long hair. And so I, I've always had long hair and I, I did. I cut it above my shoulders and it looked like it's fine. It's fine and you go through waves. And then I thought... I don't feel like me, you know. My hair's always been a bit my signature and um, I'm like, mm, it's almost like I've lost me. And so, you know, as time's gone on, I thought, no, no, no. And and then when you look at, say, um, the Sex and the City reboot, so we're looking at all of those girls, say Sarah Jessica Parker, mid-50s, she still has long hair. It looks beautiful. Her styling is really appropriate, but, you know, it's not the, um, she's not trying to look 20, but it's this new, it's almost like looking forever 40, isn't it, that, that stage, um, which I think is lovely and, and yeah, finding that within ourselves. It's, and it's really about really still being able to express yourself how you want to express yourself mm. and not having mm. to 
mm. you know, deal with those norms and um, mm. all those expectations of society that how you should be. Um, yeah, 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 appropriate sort of Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, even with what I teach, I teach principles and concepts, but I, but I love not abiding by those rules I think you know let's do it and do it in a way that looks like you and yeah. let's bring out some fun and some you know that like you can you can do all that and walk that line not be the like I don't want to try and look like I'm 20 that's that's not where I'm headed but there's no need to look antiquated either that you can, you can do it in a way that's really really fun and that that's that's what lights my fire working with women in this age or yeah. stage rather than age yeah yeah and so women in perimenopause and beyond they notice changes obviously that you'll see here and you've mentioned to their bodies and yeah. quite often they're just not sure what's happening and they find they they've got a their fashion style needs to be tweaked yeah I suppose what makes that hard is that, you know, we've got social media, as we've touched on, print media, they seem to stereotype that content um, or the content for the, in exclamation marks here, the older woman. Mm. And we've often seen some less than encouraging articles on how they need to conceal, hide, only wear certain colours or shape wear their body so as not to draw attention to themselves. And we do think that's changing, as we've, you know, said here. And it's really obvious that, um, you know, however, that many women still feel they need to hide themselves or dress down, which sees their confidence plummet and their desire to feel good diminish. What's your perspective on their desire to feel good? um, Sorry, on on this from a fashion and styling perspective, Mm -hmm. how how do you help women around these things that, you know, we're seeing in the media and that they're thinking because of the stereotypes that we just talked about? Yeah. One thing I, I notice is so late so many ladies in this stage, the children have been the focus as as happens, you know, where and perhaps the children are a little bit older now, maybe have let, you know, at university, maybe they're still at secondary school. But the shift is it's like women are finally at that point coming up for air and maybe there's a little bit more money, focus, attention to go to reflect back on um, us and our bodies and our perhaps our look and, um, and we wonder what on earth that is, you know, because in the, in the years when the ch- children are really young, you're just doing the best you can to, you know, Focus, other things are the focus. So what I find is women in this sort of stage are ready to almost reinvent yourself, to find the new version of who, who you are, who we to keep growing and evolving and, and getting learning about ourselves. And how I do that is bit by bit, not tipping the world upside down, but tweaking with um, and teaching about your you, you know, and what makes you unique and where, for instance, if you're putting on weight, where you're putting on weight and how to dress around that. If you're really full in the bust and you want to take the attention away from there, I'll show you how to do that. Um, so it's, it's working within that and not hiding 
You know, I wrote a post a few years ago about a a lady I dressed for about 10 years, actually, and I called it She Wore Beige. And as she got closer to 40, so to paint the picture, her bust was about a size 16, her waist was about a 14, and her hips were about a 24. So and buying off the rack was super hard. Yeah. And, you know, she had she was a professor. She had a PhD, highly accomplished, travelled the world, you know, done extraordinary things, but she wore head-to-toe beige the whole time because it was a bit like don't look at me, don't, don't, you know, because she was worried about her hips and bottom. And it was like gain, it took a bit to gain for me to gain her confidence. It was a bit like um, trying to ask a butterfly to land on my hand, but we I did get there and got her into some colour. And instead of everything being big and sloppy, finding that that inner amazing woman that she is and having that reflect in in her styling. And you could see she was starting to walk differently and present, you know, she was a a lecturer, present differently. And seeing that um, inner power flourish from within instead of trying to hide. And her weight never changed the whole way through. Like nothing... I'm not about saying, you know what, let's work towards losing five kilos. Like that's not what what my ethos is about. It's about let's love all the bits and bobs you've got right now. Don't worry about putting it into shapewear, but let me show you how to work around that. What a great story. Yeah, yeah. And we're friends to this day actually, like 25 years later. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And, you know, and again, I think that's why we've been so naturally attracted to each other because we share very similar messages in, in coming back to yourself. Yeah. And also, you know, even in our health um, and wellness coaching and nutrition coaching, you know, we don't ever talk about, you know, losing weight. We no. talk about lifestyle and feeling good. And so many women will come to us and say, I just want to feel good in my own skin. Okay. I just want to love me again. And, you know, we work with them to, to find that, to pull yeah. that out from within and yeah. help them, you know, um, flourish and, and see them for, for who they are and um, yeah. what they have already. And I think when you can be supported in the way that you both, with your complementary skills and talents, support, support, come at it from two different points of view and then support women, uh, that's that's how we move through to get to that point, isn't it? That um, and and to me, with self acceptance, self love, n- nurturing in that way, and like I'm very aware, self love and empowerment are so those words are so overused at the moment. But when you have that, and then some inner peace, and you minimise stress and do all these other aspects that's what radiates and that's actually what brings a much more youthful look yes yeah definitely so yeah do you have any um shopping or fashion tips that our listeners could benefit from you know when planning or tweaking their wardrobe so you know but really feeding into i guess some of those symptoms so you know yeah flushes yeah layers choosing natural fabrics yes oh from personal experience, I tend to dress, these days dress 
um, one one level lower than the temperature because the um, so as to not overheat. I think it's better to have a, a bit less on. I'm a big fan of natural fabrics. Of course, they do breathe. I, I find as soon as you put on a polyester something rather or a nylon something rather, you'll sweat very quickly even if it's not hot. So I think to help yourself in that way. Um, I think also it's part of what I teach is um, or I have a service that I, I've actually called Ask the Stylist, which is a one-on-one. And... It's, you know, it's when we know ourselves the best that we can shop differently. Like many ladies who've gone through, I I also have a five-month course, and even I tell the story of one lady who's only been up to about module three, and she said, Jane, I can stand in front of a shop now and go, no, 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 not spend the money, not waste money and feel quite empowered doing so, whereas at the start she'd stand there and try and morph into something that isn't working and then you feel like you're the one who is not right or, you know, got chubby bits or all these kind of things. And to me, understanding yourself, that makes shopping such a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, um, there's a great article by The Guardian back in 2019. It was entitled, At Last, The World of Fashion Embraces Menopause. Mm. It's all about brands that are making high-tech clothing and skincare products that claim to help with, you know, the, one of those yeah. big symptoms of hot flushes. Yeah. Now, you know, most women we know love to go shopping. They're always mm. curious about brands that can help them out given where, you know, they yeah. find themselves at this stage in life. Yeah. Are you seeing that this is also factoring into uh, the demands for your work as well, like different brands or fabrics and things like that? I mean, you mentioned obviously the polyester, the cotton. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I um, definitely come from a place of education. I'm, I actually have lectured textiles over, um, over the years, so, you know, Fabrics are a great love. Um, even with all the technology, I, I would still keep it pretty simple and bring it back to what breathes, what makes it easy for yourself and what um, and shapes that accommodate accordingly. So, you know, if it's skin tight, you know that fine balance between it being skin tight all over versus a bit more shaped but you can breathe because when when a flush happens it's pretty full on yeah nearly strip off your clothes there and then Mm. yeah Yeah, so definitely being able to breathe and um, and feeling comfortable as well and i probably be the number one thing i would say when people go to a stylist just being able to have those two things right there it's interesting. So I always do a, a, an intro. I, I ask ladies to fill in an intro form and I ask them to nominate how high on their list or priority list comfort is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's, it, you know, it's interesting. We're all different. We all value that differently. And I often, depends on who it is as to how well I know them, but I'll giggle and say comfort is not high on my list. It just isn't. Um, glamour and beauty and Fabrics that are tactile and soft and feminine and pretty are far more far more important to me. Um, 
so yeah but it's interesting and and I will say after two years of lockdown comfort has changed a lot for for many of us too having said that I can see it's almost gone too far that way and finding I feel there's a real opportunity now moving forward because it's 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 bringing that back to balance of what's what's the new way forward of being a bit more comfortable but still presenting still interacting in life still working um you know whatever it is that you do but not quite so casual as we've had the last two years yeah there's a lot of confusion around I think from a lot of women Mm. around you know going back into the workplace and Mm. things like that and what that looks like and still wanting that comfort but also wanting to dress appropriately for the workplace so I agree I agree and I I feel like when I I, um did this on a course I did while I during lockdown and I said okay girls when you stay in your walking gear or active gear all day, how do you feel? Like try, try, I'm all about how you feel. So see if you can use some adjectives about how you feel when you stay in that outfit. Now, when you have a pretty dress on, how do you feel then? Like, And, and it's not a, you should do one over the other. It's not a judgment. It's just how do you feel? So when we sat down today, for instance, I consciously put this dress on because I always feel good. The colours are always uplifting and complementary against my skin and, you know, it's making decisions that if I feel better, I walk better, I present better, I am a bit more engaging and a bit more upbeat. So it's bringing it back to that. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good good way to go, isn't it, really? Get out yeah. Of yeah. Great yeah. for the day, you know, what you're doing. It gives you that confidence. It's really It does. It does. And, you know, when we're, say, presenting in real life at an event, I want to be walking in and basically commanding the room because I, I need everything going for me. Mm because I'm probably nervous, even if you know know what you're talking about, probably a bit nervous. I don't want to be fidgeting. I want to at least appear like I'm all together. Yeah. So that's what that's part of what I help women do, you know. And that's at any stage of life, really. Any that? stage of life. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really owning that look, whatever that is. Yeah. 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 No, you've, you've touched on um, so many great points and, you know, you, you've taken me back on a journey to when I had my daughter and, you know, uh, post having her and, you know, I was still wearing the Kmart specials that you, I was yeah. wearing when I was pregnant and then, yeah. you know, it's like, well, what on earth do I wear? And then you sort of, again, you sort of come out of your cocoon a little bit into this butterfly where you start going out a little bit more and you're like, okay, so what do I wear? I, I can vivid vividly remember the first time I went out to a like a, a ball function yeah. thing I just yeah. had no idea what to wear so you know I guess it's recognizing that we're always on this evolution mm. and we go through so many phases and mm. mm. that's part of our work that you know let's let's bring in that self-efficacy piece and say well where did you have an experience like this in the past and and mm. what did you do what what worked for you what didn't work for you mm. You know, it's um, it's really mm. important. Thank you for sharing that story. That's that's perfect and and spot on. And you know, another area I find too is when women leave, finish 
whatever relationships, mm. whatever level relationship. And, and, you know, for whatever reason, but one of the last significant ones I left, I remember, you know, I wasn't feeling great about myself and I, all my eye was focusing on the wobbly bits instead of focusing on, you know, my assets or whatever because I, I, that's where my head was at. And I remember going out and buying quite a few new pieces. I just, and, like, I'm very aware that's, it's like a Band-Aid, but it did the trick and it helped me move through and let go of the emotions tied to that time. And, you know, I gave away the pieces to, to places that I knew women would benefit. Um, but it was all about growing and evolving and trusting myself and finding the new version of Jane. Mm. And, and we all do that in lots of different forms, don't we, whether we've changed a job or we're starting a business or going through menopause. You know, maybe it's, it's time to really embrace that. So it's all it's about personal growth in that, in that way. Yeah. yeah, so true. And I actually just did that recently. I came back from holidays and looked at my wardrobe and, and saw, you know, I had a plethora of um, trackies and active wear from the yeah. last two years. Yeah. And I kid you not, the this tension and stress looking at these clothes, what they did for me just yeah. reflect on those last two years, I thought, no, nah, they're, they're yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Throw away every single piece. I'm never wearing them again. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was it was liberating, you know, and it yeah. was just like freeing that I'm, yeah, letting yeah. that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes for me, it's the emotional attachment to the clothing as well. hundred oh, percent. What it means to you, and you know all that kind of stuff. So I've been yeah. on to things for quite a while. I've actually started going through my wardrobe and doing a bit of a clean out, and. Um, yeah. I have to go yeah. back to it each time and go, okay, I want to do it now because I'm in a different frame of mind. and yeah, different um, headspace, yep. And I, and I find that with women that uh, fluctuate in weight. Yes. Um, so often with my Ask the Stylist service, women will stand in their wardrobe and we'll fa FaceTime or Zoom and they'll stand in there and try stuff on and, and it's fantastic because it's, it's action on the fly and I teach and show and whatever. And encourage to let go, you know, if, if, of, like if, it, if that item and the emotional attachment is something that's not really that mentally healthy for us. Mm. Get rid of it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so, you know. Yeah. And it, and look, having said all of that, I still have pieces that I've had. I, I don't buy, considering what I do for a living, I don't shop a lot. I, I buy really considered pieces and which I love and I really um, enjoy wearing. And, you know, like jackets and things I have for years and years and look after them and, you know, I'm a big fan of look after what you have like with your shoes, take, get them resold, buy shoe polish, do those things to look after our, you know. Yeah, the basics. Yeah, the basics, which are enormously um, old-fashioned and daggy even talking about them, but I, I think it's really important, you know. Yeah. 
jackets that I love, I would reline them if the lining falls apart and the outside is fine because it's the longevity, it's it's the change from fast fashion. Mm -hmm. And and often a jacket's a bit of an investment piece, I find. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well said. So, as you know, this podcast is all about power and finding, nurturing and using our personal power as we transition through perimenopause and beyond. And, look, you've probably touched on this um, so much already so beautifully, but, you know, what does coming into your own power mean to you and, you know, how do you define your own perimenopause journey? So, you know, it, it looks like the way you want it to look like. Yeah. So I, I'm a natural girl. Um, pretty much I I chose I wanted to go the natural route with this stage of my life so uh, so a fair few tools I I um, having vitamins that balanced estrogen and progesterone was a godsend um, and lot, lot, a, a myriad of other vitamins which I keep up making different decisions with stress uh, I'm I'm like a fierce something um, to with boundaries on my time, my energy, and my um, what I allow into into the aura of Jane in terms of stress as much as possible, and try and make conscious decisions with that as opposed to just default. We do what we do because that's what we've always done. So that keep up exercise. That's a good a godsend, I've got to say. I used to be fairly good, but I'm I'm really diligent with that now because it also helps our head. You know, it's a game changer, isn't it? Oh, it is, and and the I find too the ideas flow beautifully, and that's amazing. I also, as much as possible, try and not overload my diary. You know, again, it comes back to discernment of do I have to do everything all the time. No, no. How can I simplify life in this life and information overload we live in? Um, I think alcohol, you know, is tricky. I I think if to just be conscious with alcohol, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Our bodies certainly get more sensitive to alcohol because of the decrease in estrogen that we go through in perimenopause. So, and, you know, you'll often hear women say, gosh, you know, I can't, drink certain drinks like I used to before and that's having you know copious amounts of that you know one or two and it really Mm -hmm. does respond differently to their bodies yeah yeah and I find so there's that aspect you know my my view my approach in life in general and in business is very holistic so there's there's all of those elements uh but there's I'm all about personal growth and learning and learning about myself and continuing along that way and working with amazing women that that inspire me and where it's a beautiful energy exchange that that is part of keeping me whole and keeping me growing and and as a result of that that is staying within my personal power not giving away my personal power all the time Mm. I love that. Mm. Don't give it away, stay within it. No. And I think that's extremely hard for women, especially if you're empathetic, if you're intuitive and a good listener. We tend to 
share and help and prop people up and and that's okay but it's often to the detriment of ourselves yeah. Yeah, we're and, always guessing and shooting oh right? and now like when i hear myself say should now i go oh should I've used that word and now now that flag I listen to whereas once upon a time you just ignore that mm, yeah mm. and I have to say your message there is very synonymous with what uh, Nicole Avery shared mm. in uh, right. other recent podcast episode similar yep. thing coming back into how you want to live your life protecting yep. your own energy and power yep. And making decisions in alignment to how you want to live and, and show up. So, you know, the message and the theme is very prominent um, across a lot of women that we speak to. Yeah, how, that's probably because like attracts like. Yes. And I, I would go the next step and say it's living in our feminine power. Mm. To me, it, it is more balanced of uh, yin and yang energy, masculine and feminine energy. It is being proactive when when is needed, but it is also sitting back and allowing and attracting and um, surrendering. Mm. It's not it's not the push energy all the time. I don't believe we need to live like that anymore. Yeah, um, yeah it's just it's more balanced. Mm. Yes, and it's a very different way of functioning, and it's a lot less stressful. One. <laughs> Yes. But it's like a muscle. It's practice to do it. It, it is, yes. We, we have to train our mind and our brain just like we have to train our physical body, and, and that takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. It's no, a no. practice. It's unlearning mm. everything that we've been taught, particularly in business, particularly in big careers. You know, life and business is not approached in that way but but general life is not approached that way all you do is look at social media and you know it's very much push energy panicky energy um i will say one thing one other thing i do to cope is pull myself off socials really regularly i dip in and out quite a lot just because you can feel yourself getting sort of pulled in and feel you know if it gets you on a day that you're a little bit compromised or something yeah just got to watch just got to watch yeah, good advice definitely good advice because I think a lot of a lot of women tend to judge themselves um, against that social media and we know that a lot of it's not real no but it can really and, and, it, and it, it really does read that inner critic as well Mm. Um, you know, you tend to think about as you touched on the, all the bad things about yourself rather than all the, you know, concentrate yeah. on it. Yeah. Looked it around, there's actually more good than bad. We just tend to. Yeah. Bad, yeah. And I would flip that and say, especially now we, um, we can do real life things, um, flip that and go and meet a girlfriend for coffee or meet a business associate. Like, but actually, connect and but and have real conversations and that's where we're reminded of you know being self-aware you're reminded of what you know and what you're good at and what you love and what your passion is and and the the connecting of like minds yeah. and so that's much more positive and high vibration yeah. than getting caught looking at these things which we then question I don't know yeah. our wobbly bits or our this or our that which yeah 
it, it's keeping that in perspective. Yeah, definitely. You know, we feel so fortunate because we are going to obviously continue the conversation because we've got Jane coming along as um, special guest to our next retreat. Our We're calling them suburban retreats at our very own health and, and wellness mm-hmm. hub. So that's mm-hmm. happening 30th of April and we'll share details in the show notes. But just to wrap up, Jane, where can our listeners connect with you and, and learn more about your incredible work and business? Thank you. Uh, so uh, the website is finessebusinessandstyle.com. There's lots of information on there. Uh, you can They can email me and have or make a time and have a chat, which is connect at finessebusinessandstyle.com or uh, LinkedIn under my name. I loiter around LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook and Insta, but I tend to spend more time on LinkedIn these days. Hmm. So thank wait. you so much, ladies. Awesome. And we can't wait to have you in on the retreat on the 30th too, Jane. We're really looking forward to it. I'm really excited. It's lovely, lovely. I love your the message and that um, this very special space that you've both created, I think, you'll be helping so many women. So it's really special. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.